Hello and welcome to Meta Beta Gaming Take 2 because my take one was completely destroyed. I hate that. But I am your host, Matthew Warbe, aka MWarbe001 for all you Instagram followers and for all you PC gamers. I'm Coolharding100 on Steam because all my consoles are broken except for the ones that I fixed, which was mainly my PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, Wii, and Wii U because those are all the consoles I have left. <laughs> but yeah, today we're going to be talking about uh, Microsoft. Microsoft has been pretty hot takes late lately, pretty much. I mean, they've been on the recent news, but what we're going to be talking about is the fact that it has come to light via Reddit, Twitter, and all this countless black holes of the internet that Microsoft are banning people that are using the workaround to load in emulators in retail mode on their Series X and Series S consoles. Now, before you were allowed to install emulators on your consoles in retail mode, but Microsoft has ceased um, has ceased that ba basically. And the only way to install emulators is to pay a twenty US dollar fee to enable your console to be in developer mode. Now, if you're a company, you pay hundred dollars. But for a single account, it's only $20 and it unlocks dev mode, which allows you to sideload and side install UWP programs and such uh, UWP ports of popular emulators such as Dolphin, uh, PPS SPP, as well as others. I think Xenia, um, the Xbox 360 emulator, did get a UWP port um, and you installed them. No problems. Microsoft doesn't have any issues with that they have an issue where uh you try to sideload it in retail mode and thus you run the risk of getting either your console ban or your account banned nobody has seemed to clarify what type of ban it is a lot of people speculate it's just an account band and all you have to do is just recreate another account and you're back to playing online but some people speculate it's a console ban as well so we're not really sure how, but a lot of people are trying to figure out, well, if they allow it in developer mode, why don't they do why they allow it in, re in uh, retail mode? But somebody has came forward. Um, we don't know. Um, we don't know who this person is, but apparently it's um, somebody who is a Azuri developer. Her name is Alana McKenney on Twitter. She shared some insider knowledge from the Xbox Q&A team about the ban. According to her tweet, Microsoft banned emulators due to copyright protection issues with Nintendo. Really? Huh. I wonder if not Sony, because I believe there are emulators um, for Sony consoles as well. But apparently, it's to please Nintendo. That's pretty much it. Now, Nintendo has been on a rampage with emulators as of late. Um, they have specifically were the ones that um, got Dolphin um, taken off Steam, which is kind of weird because I do not know why Dolphin would even risk that. I mean, you could sideload Dolphin onto Steam anyway. And it's relatively easy. So I don't know why they just kind of 
they kind of got a little egotistical, in my opinion. They kind of got a little egotistical, and they kind of went a little overboard. But yeah, I could see how um, pleasing Nintendo is something Microsoft would do, especially since Microsoft um, signed a 10-year agreement with Nintendo to bring the, the a Call of Duty franchise to uh, Nintendo consoles, similar to how um, Black Ops 2 and Call of Duty Duty Ghost was also on the Wii U, which they actually ran great on the Wii U and actually had a pretty healthy player count. I was actually shocked the first time I actually loaded up Black Ops 2 and Ghost on my uh, Wii U to see how big the player count was at the time. Now, that was kind of the height of the Wii U when, when the Wii U was before it became a train wreck. So, so I can understand why. But yeah, I can understand why to, to please Nintendo. Microsoft were banning in retail mode, but in developer mode, it's kind of hard to do because these people paid to get their console unlocked to install third party code. That's the whole point of developer mode. You're a developer, you're developing applications, soft softwares for the Xbox Series X and S. It just so happens that these applications are emulators, <laughs> but you know it's not illegal in developer mode. You're you're not you know going through loopholes. You're not you know looking for workarounds around the Xbox security system. The Xbox is unlocked when you're in developer mode. It's unlocked to allow you to load third party code. That's the whole point. So I can understand why. Yeah. I gotta understand why. Um, um, so it, I mean, people are going to hack. People are going to work around this anyway. There are a lot of people that are. They just don't care. They don't care. They don't want to pay the twenty dollar fee, and they are going to do the work around anyway. Now. As a result, Microsoft has now added um, a 15-day suspension for anybody that is caught doing the workaround. And as such, I guess an additional infraction will be the inevitable ban, whether it's an account ban or a copyright ban. But luckily, I mean, the problem for me, seriously, it's not serious at all because you could still install emulators on the console. You just have to pay a fee. It's perfectly fine. $20, $20, honestly, not bad at all. It's not bad at all. And, you know, it's a safer way. And, you know, it, it allows emulation to be on your consoles. I mean, yes, I can understand for people, $20 is a lot of money. And yeah, $20 is a lot of money. You know, $20, that's a tank of gas in your car for, what, three to five days? You know, $20, you know, you could go to the supermarket, buy a bag of buy a bag of potatoes and have dinner, you know, for a, for a, for a week. So actually, yeah, you know, $20 it, for some people, it's a lot of money. But for the ones that can't afford it, I mean, why risk the ban? Why risk getting the ban and try to do the workaround and retail mode when you just pay the 20 bucks and just put it in developer mode? I mean, what the hell, guys? <laughs> what the hell? I mean, if I had the 20 bucks and an Xbox console, I honestly would, would actually do it. 
Um, and a lot of people have. There's a lot of YouTubers there that are pretty much going this route. I think I think uh, Modage, uh, Modern Vintage Gamer, which is a YouTuber I actually follow. He does great emulation content. Um, yeah, he showed this off. He paid developer fee and he put the Xbox in uh, developer mode. And he also talks about the workaround, but he doesn't necessarily show it now due to the fact that obviously, you know, nobody wants to get flagged by Microsoft. But yeah, uh, I think the easier option is to pay the $20 fee, which is kind of funny because I wonder if Sony takes this route as well. I mean, Sony, not like Nintendo, but Sony doesn't like emulation as well. They just don't go at it the way Nintendo does. They, they they don't go as hard as Nintendo does. But to make an extra couple of bucks, I mean, Microsoft kind of was the smart thing. They were like, hey, we don't condone emulation. We just don't want it in retail mode because it potentially creates a problem with with actually copyright infringements. With, you know, one of their excuses, they say is emulators might come pre-installed with actually copyrighted games which is something we have seen in the Asian market. If you go on these websites like uh, AliExpress, Timu, um, Wish.com, all of these Asian marketplaces, you, you actually will see these emulation consoles that say we, we have this pre-installed consoles with 1,200 games, 2,000 games, or whatever the cost of the thing. You know, famous YouTubers such as Linus Tech Tips, you know, have done a video where they actually bought this 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 actually machine and it came pre-installed with just about every single retro console you could think of, from Atari all the way up to I believe it was like PlayStation One. And lo and behold, they had, you know, emulated ROMs. And I seriously doubt they got the permission of Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony. I seriously doubt that they did. Most likely, I'm 99.99. You know what? Screw it. I'm 100% positive that all of those ROMs that were in those consoles are 100% pi pirated from, from uh, pirating websites or actually torrent websites. I'm 100% positive, especially with how cheap those consoles are. Um, yeah, so Microsoft's fears are valid because we are already seeing it just not on official microsoft hardware but we are seeing it with raspberry pis as well as these asian consoles console size things i mean, one of them looked like a playstation 5 on honestly the shell of it looked almost exactly like a playstation 5 so yeah microsoft's fears are valid and given their 10-year agreement with nintendo they don't want to mess that up. So I could honestly see why they would ban it in retail mode. Now, banning it in developer mode, in dev mode, will be a completely different thing. I don't think they're going to go that route just for the fact that people paid for that service. I mean, they could say it's uh, breaching their terms of service or some something like that. It breaches, it's a conflict with the DMCA. Or something like that. I could see them going that route, but I seriously don't think they will because one, they're making money off of this. I mean, anybody that wants to install emulators, 
they pay the $20 fee, and emulation itself is not illegal. Backing up something you own is not technically illegal. You know, here in America, there actually is a law that states that you can make physical backups of something that you own. You're, you are allowed to make one physical backup of a DVD or a CD that, that you own or just about any type of disc that you legally own. You are allowed to make one physical backup for personal use. You just can't redistribute that over the internet for potential millions of people. You know, that's for your own personal use. But once you lose the actual original disc that you bought, then you have to, I believe is within 30 days or something, you know, remove all traces of the backup legally. You know, so emulation itself is not illegal. So I don't think Microsoft will ban people from installing emulators on dev mode. And I don't, I don't, I don't even think they have ban people um from actually doing that in that mode but let's move on from that another story which is kind of a silver lining um it's a silver lining because i actually just read this yes i'm typing on my keyboard while i am re recording this <laughs> because I completely lost my notes and I completely forgot about this. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I completely forgot my notes. I am really screwing this live recording up. But this is what happens when metadata gaming becomes raw. You know, this is raw, um, highly unedited. Uh, I don't really edit much because I want the raw feel. But <laughs> I, I actually do edit this um, for. For quality, for quality control as best of my ability because I'm not a sound engineer. And since I'm extremely poor, I can't pay a sound engineer to do this for me. So I'm kind of learning on the fly as this goes around. But um, yeah, so a while back, um, there was a conspiracy theory that Sony um, had, had, had a contractually obligated Square Enix to not put their games on microsoft consoles this was a big conspiracy theory there really wasn't any type of proof to it um, um just the only proof they had was sony signing you know exclusive deals with square enix to put some of their games exclusively on you know sony places platforms for like a year or something or two years but yeah um but now there was this big event um, well, um, Phil Spencer and the guy from Square Enix, I keep on forgetting his name. And since his name is in Japanese, I'm not even going to try to butcher it out of respect because I'm a huge Final Fantasy fan. And he was one of the, you know, pinnacles of Square Enix, uh, for Final Fantasy. But, um, yeah, but, uh, yeah. So, um, you know, um, uh, Final Fantasy's producer, Naoki Yoshida. You know, he joined um, Phil's, you know, Phil Spencer, and they publicly announced that Final Fantasy 14 is coming to Xbox Series X and Series X, you know, and that Square Enix is doing a commitment with Microsoft to release more games on their PlayStation consoles. Now, Square Enix 
has released consoles for has released consoles has released games on the xbox platform before there were square enix titles on the 360 era um but yeah during the xbox one era and now the series x era square enix kind of lost you know there's been some lost communication between square enix and, and, and microsoft and one of the biggest blows i think in the series x and series s era was where every single final fantasy title was removed from xbox game pass like all of it there was a huge deal where i think it was final final fantasy 7 8 9 10 12 uh 13 as well as final fantasy 15 were all on game pass like they were all on game on actually game pass now of course um i believe all of these um are backwards compatible with xbox and stuff like that so i so so you can still buy them but they were all on gank pass for a little while then like i think like a couple of months later they were all pulled they were all pulled with no explanations given whatsoever and a lot of people speculated that this was due to um the new working relationship that square enix had with sony at that time which ultimately led to you know final final fantasy 7 remake being the Sony PlayStation exclusive for a little while, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, the part two of the Final Fantasy VII Remake trilogy, is also a PS5 exclusive, as well as Final Fantasy XVI also being a PS5 exclusive. I believe these were all these are all timed because the original trailers for all of these did did show Epic and Steam logos, so I so I believe they will come to PC eventually, either on the Epic game store or, or actually steam which we have seen it with final fantasy 7 remake showing up on the epic game store first and then i believe a year later showing up on steam which a lot of people were happy with because a lot of people do not like epic game store which i do not know why i honestly don't know why i actually love the epic game, game store i think it's a great alternative but you know yeah so a lot of people um you know, are happy about this because Final Fantasy fourteen is one of their biggest uh Final Fantasy online MMOs. You know, um my friend Paris, aka sweet underscore her Paris, that's his Instagram if you want to follow him. He's a big Final Fantasy fourteen gamer. So um I'm pretty sure he's probably gonna be happy with this news. Uh once we get our, you know, ducks in a row and we start uh producing videos. Again, we're just, you know, trying to get our scheduling right. But yeah, this is huge news because it brings um, the potential of other Square Enix titles. I know on Reddit and Twitter, a lot of people are already demanding, you know, the uh, the uh, Mana series, the Trials of Mana, Secrets of Mana games to also be on Xbox consoles. So what do you think, guys? Do you think this is a step in the right direction for actually Microsoft? Do you think they're in the right for banning people that try to do workarounds and their consoles to install emulators. That is why we, that's why we love communication with you guys. That's why we love it. Once again, guys, thanks so much for listening. I am your host, Matthew Warbay, AKA MWarbay001 for all you Instagram followers and for all you PC gamers. I'm coolhardy100 on Steam. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much once again for making Beta Beta Gaming over 500 downloads on actually Budsprout. 
you could also listen to us on just about every single musical platform spotify amazon music um apple music stuff like that and yeah have an awesome day